I'm happy to have on the show today, Jose Perez. He's the CEO of Future Jobs AI. They're helping teach students to use AI in their professions. And we're just talking about one of the first projects. You invested 50,000 into an early AI project and how the first go around doesn't always work. So tell us what happened and why you're still in AI after that. What happened is that I was working in the creative field, in the design field for several years, and then I decided to study data science. So I was really amazed about the idea of mixing creativity and data. I decided to develop an app, a project, a TFM project, which was about artificial vision and fashion, how to measure your body. So it was 2017. The problem with the data in that period was that there were no data sets available for a lot of specific things. So I had to invest a lot of money about 50K for gathering data, making pictures to thousands and thousands of people, measuring them, measuring them. It was a really big effort and really exhausting. So we developed a really nice algorithm, very accurate, not perfect, but we were about 95% accuracy, which is a lot in the, in the, in the fashion market. So we almost had ready the solution and suddenly what it happened, it was 2017 that Facebook released the biggest human body data set was called Coco in the world. So basically what happened is that we had all around data points. So they released, I don't remember, but it was maybe three, four million data points. So it means that they killed us in just few minutes. So from that, I learned some lesson that is that, yeah, data in AI, the bigger, the biggest is the one who wins usually because they can gather more data than you. So it was a hard lesson to, to learn, but it also gave me another new approach regarding to AI. Okay. This also brought me to, to teach in AI, to get involved in the startup environment, even that I lost money somehow. That the thing is that after that period, I decided to take a step away from, from AI because I was AI. I reached one point at 2020, more or less, that it was quite boring because you felt that nobody was developing big things. But the point is that we were feeling that some, some big companies were doing something really hard. So I decided to, to move to another field to work three for one year. And then when it appeared, the beta version of GPT in 2021, I started to think about that something was going to change because this was the big model <clears throat> they were preparing. And now the, the funniest thing is that. We are leading an investment round with some investors, some VCs here in Spain. <clears throat> some of them come to me to ask, but hey, we are looking for education, of course, but most we are looking for AI solution. So for me, it's funny to, to think about, to connecting these dots, because I'm always saying, we are not going to develop an AI solution because somebody bigger than you, much bigger than you, can kill you in one update. So, and this is something that we see every day, you know, with uh, maybe uh, hundreds of tools per day. So this is the beginning and the end of the story is that we, what we are doing is to try to be agnostic, to enjoy about all the solutions and to try to bring the people 
what can be useful from these solutions to their jobs. So it makes sense that you made the shift of building the tech to supporting it because it's more sustainable. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The moment is, it seems like that, that, that is not sustain, sustainable, no, in somehow, in my opinion, not because the AI is going to kill us or the AI is going to steal our jobs, no, but sometimes I see a lot of remake, remakes of the remakes using the same baseline algorithm and Somehow this is something quite dangerous in my opinion, because there is a lot of noise. So it's a moment to remove a little bit the noise. Yeah, it's a, it's the old business model, which is you had during the gold rush, right? All these people going to find gold, but the guys who were making money were selling picks and shovels. Yeah. Yeah. So this is that approach. And I always say the same to um, some of those VCs that are looking for this gold. What I feel is that even the big companies, the big, like the big techs, in this, let's say, case, in this point where we are right now, they don't know how to play the rules because it's not the same developing software than developing algorithms, which are trained by communities. And maybe in India, you have a bigger community that they are labeling better and they are training better the algorithms, no? So. I think that even the big companies, they, they don't know how to react because this is some kind of work of communities and nobody knows where is, where are the better communities for developing. And <clears throat> so it means that they don't know where is the enemy. So this is the most difficult part. Yeah, and the big companies are, they're trying to just buy everybody up. So you guys have built the good tech. We'll just buy you. It's easier for them. Yeah. We just try to. Uh, Take the way in a responsible way, trying to say, hey, let's look at what is noise and let's look what is useful. And we think it's a good starting because everybody's trying to be runaway ML or yeah, GPT or mid journey, but to train really good models, you need a really big effort. And it's not the same to train a huge model than. Taking a pre-trained model and just trying to develop something similar to something that we know with is some tricking somehow. So when you explore all these projects, is there, is you're looking for, okay, this is potentially we could pass this to a VC. Is that part of the process? <clears throat> what do you mean? So. You're saying like the VCs are coming to you to ask questions as well. So is it, I know you're supporting a lot of these different AI companies. So is it also, Hey, you know, something, this could be a good company for you guys to acquire. More or less the process with the VCs is that what we do more is like, we say, okay, of course there are uh, really good new tools, but as we have been training models in the past, what we do is to try the best tools and trying to guess which are having the best performance and we just teach about those tools and how to combine different ones. So for the VCs, it is, it is being interesting. So we are quite happy about what is happening in the investment round, round. but from my point of view, as I told investing and, and trying to build a, a solution. And also I was advising another company, which they were building in Germany, kind of similar algorithm to mine. It happened the same to them. They invest $2 million. 
And I also told them that it is very difficult to fight against the huge de data sales and the, the huge companies. So I think it needs a little bit a new approach than the one that we have right now. So where do you see this going over the next few years? Mm, it's a good question, but what I see clearly, <clears throat> we are making some tests with uh, several companies and we are doing in the, this test in the design field, which is one of that is more developed right now, design and marketing, from my opinion. And they are really amazed. I was making some tests about developing a project that you usually should post two months with two person. And for us, it took five days with one person and getting the similar results. So at this moment, when you show this to the clients and it changed a lot of the rules of the game. So in my opinion, it is going to be more about wasting, wasting less time because you, there is much more productivity and there's more creativity. This is a big discussion that, that I like to talk about this because I've been working always in the creative field, but the generative AA, as its name says, generative is much more general than a human brain. So if you combine human creativity with this capacity of generation is like crazy because you can do in one hours what you should do in one, two hours, you can do the work that you should spend maybe five days in two years ago. Yeah, it really does. It will speed us up. Just the humanity will be sped up by this technology. It'll free us up to do other things. So if one of our listeners wanted to learn more about future jobs, AI are going to touch, how could they do? Yeah, they can be in touch in our website and we are going to release in September, middle of September, really, really cold courses that we have been testing with the enterprises, positive business case, positive business cases with companies that for us, AI is not uh, just not teaching about bullshit, yeah, just uh, teaching about positive business cases. So yeah, they can be in touch in our LinkedIn also page and in the website, this is our Instagram. So I just invite them to check what we can do with the AI in the design field, which is the first one we are talking about. Well, thank you, Jose, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time.